and welcome to episode 27 of the HMNI Fanzine Podcast. This interview is with the grindcore band Anthropic. Anthropic's a local grindcore band who, uh, they're, uh, they're pretty cool. They're doing a lot of stuff, which is why I wanted to interview them. They're, uh, of advanced age like I am, and they actually tour, which is cool, which a lot, not a lot of bands do. You know, when you, when you tour, you gotta have some young kids in your band and, and, uh, you know, just quit your job and go touring. These guys tour around their jobs, which is a pretty cool concept and maybe something a lot of old, maybe some older bands should try to do. Um, I'm not a big grindcore guy, so I brought in uh, former guest Greg Pasquale to help me with the episode. So Greg kind of filled in the gaps that I didn't know about, and he knew about a lot more of the history of the guys in the band than I did, so... He was able to add a lot to the interview. Um, so, without further ado, uh, here is Anthropic. Um, as all of our episodes are, this is sponsored by Press Gang Records, which is Gus's record label. If you go to pressgangrecordsus.limitedrun.com, you uh, buy something, enter the promo code Hello My Name Is. Spell it out, and you'll get 10% off of your order. Without further ado, here is Anthropic. Welcome to episode 27 of the HMNI Fanzine Podcast. I'm here with the band Anthropic. These guys are going to introduce themselves. Come on. Yeah, Brian. Jim. Chris. Russ. Okay, cool. And who else is here? I'm Greg. Who are you? Greg, I'm, Greg uh, Adeth. I'm, inter- <laughs> I'm interview subject uh, episode 20 Something. <laughs> but you're helping me out because this is a, not exactly in my wheelhouse. But, you know, these guys are around and... You guys are doing stuff, which is freaking awesome. How old are all you guys? <laughs> oh, right man. to the list. Right What's the right. average age of the band? 45? 45. That'd be the average? I guess that would be the average. Whatever you watch, that would probably be the average. And you guys have done approximately 100. I'm the baby. I'm only 44, so yeah. I'm, I'm the baby. Yeah, Chris is the baby. Chris is the baby. I'll take he, that. He, bring, he brings down the average age. <laughs> nice. That's why I bring it way up. <laughs> We're all under 50. Yeah. That's good. For now. For now. Just barely. That's one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on here, because you guys are all of advanced age. And... Uh, <laughs> It's a very polite terminology. <laughs> and you guys, like, I mean, how do you describe how your band sounds? <laughs> what, what, what genre would you say you're in? Uh, we're grindcore. Yeah. We're, but we definitely have elements of death metal and hardcore and punk. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing I thought about your band was how many shows, how, you guys, how, how long was the tour you guys just did? Two weeks. Well, yeah, 12, nine shows in 12 days. Because it's crazy that a guy, like like a band, 
of your age. <laughs> and not to harp on this, this ageism. It's going to be an ageist podcast for sure. Can get out and tour. That's that's, that's awesome. We all I mean, use up all really of our cool. vacation time and yeah. enroll with them in. That's pretty uh, much it. That's awesome. Guess two more than I do. <laughs> I keep so, saying, I was like, maybe we should have been doing this 20 years ago, but yeah, hey, man, well hey, it, having a blast, man, for yeah. sure. So, so when you started the band, um, did you, were you guys always going to do this? <laughs> or was it just going to be know. like... I expected us to do 12 shows over two years, and I thought that'd be perfect. So what, what changed? We did 12 it's shows the first year. snowballing. We're, yeah. we're like, you know what I mean? We're, yeah. we're a snowball, man. People we're just, just rolling down a mountain, just growing. So people just asked you guys, or you guys kind of put yourselves out there? Well, that's what's kind of nice. We talked about this, was in the beginning, Mm -hmm. we were the ones trying to get shows. Mm -hmm. And now that they're asking people that are coming up to us, asking us if we'd like to play. That's awesome. Which is nice. That's really cool. Part of it is I'm a a somewhat Facebook stalker. (laughs) So I'll see, like, I'll see Greg's band has got a show at whatever place. Yeah. So then I'll go look at whatever place and say, hey, it's four hours away. Yeah. So then I'll find out who the promoter is and then at least reach out to him or just kind of keep it in the back of my mind like, hey, we're going to be in X place on Friday. Then we mm-hmm. can play that guy's place on Saturday. And then sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. He's a full-blown stalker. <laughs> That's good. That's a way to get shows. That's awesome. you, got, you got to kind of put yourself out there to get. I don't know, you know people, so that's you get stuff done. Out. One person's stalker is another person's opportunity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's about it. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple of shows like that actually. Right, definitely. Yeah. So when did when did when did Anthropic start? <laughs> Originally, it was November 2015. It's a complex <laughs> answer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why is it complex? Well, I'm sure Brian's about to tell you. <laughs> okay, the original one started with me and Jeff Wudashevsky. Mm-hmm. And then Britt was the drummer for two practices. Britt Wagner. Britt Wagner, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But then Jeff couldn't do two bands because he was in Bearsies at the time. And he was on Gwanda. Mm-hmm. So that fell apart. Then for three months, I was on a pit, travel to Pittsburgh to get a line up there going. Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh, yeah. Twice a month, I was man on a mission. Craziness. <laughs> but down there, I had a good drummer, but the other guys I couldn't get. Yeah. So I gave up on that, moved back, brought it back here. Mm-hmm. Was just about to give up, but that's when Jim said he's ready, and it's, so that was August 2016. Awesome. So that's when it started to steamroll from there. Okay, when did you guys play your first show? March 31st, 2017. Mohawk Place, right? Yep. Yeah. With Joe on base. Joe on base. Who's Joe? Joe Lansing. He's been in a lot of bands. He's been in every he's band. He's in every band. He's, he's yeah. in like five bands. He's the Mike Jeffers yeah. of metal in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, Shout out Jeffers. That is, that is the beginning of right? the end of that song right there. He's the Jeffers of metal scene. Awesome. So um, what bands have you guys been in before? If you want to give a quick rundown. Bands that we would, you know, throw a couple out there. Uh, well, it'd be just these two. Yeah, guys. I was yeah, in nothing. This is my first band, so. <laughs> I've been in Grotesque Infection, mm-hmm. Organism, uh, Dark Apathy, Evil Eye Virtue, Stem, Three Minutes of Hate, mm-hmm. Last. Uh, yeah. The list goes on. Yeah. yeah. I was in uh, Arsenic Disposal and Immortal Terror. Okay. How long ago were those bands? 
recently or arsenic disposal i was in eighth grade oh really (laughs) (laughs) it's such a great name i still think it's an awesome sounding name and then uh mortal terror was high school oh yeah future fest headstone missionary yeah all the time yeah Snap case. Time blurs the the show they got signed. (laughs) So it's been a long gap for you between bands? I I took 15 years off, actually. I didn't play at all. Other than just tapping around. Yeah. You know, my drums I had set up at my mother's house and I'd go home. I was in the Navy for eight and a half years. Mm -hmm. So when I'd come home, I'd, hey, I'm going to go play my drums and play for four seconds and that was fun and go back (laughs) and be like, I'm (laughs) done. Yeah, that was about it. But then life happens and it's time to grind again. So. That's awesome. That's yeah. really cool. It's like almost beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> like grind is and it's time to grind. <laughs> awesome. So, um, what have you got, Greg? Um, well, I guess um, coming at it from I guess the more death metal, grindcore side of the questionnaireing, I yeah. guess. Um, uh, since, well. Your, this is your first band, correct? This is my Chris, first band, right? Brian, this is your first band. First band, I guess. Uh, coming from the two dudes that have been at the longest, um, you guys were the sound that you're playing now at the Anthropic. You guys were kind of in at the ground floor, yeah. like in this country when it first came around. Yeah. I mean, what is it that still after all these years? I mean, it's obviously, it's in you. What is it about it that gets in you and stayed in you, this music? I, I know for me, like, I listen to, you know, Ozzy and Motley Crue and that kind of stuff. And, you know, that was fourth grade for me, and I was 10 mm-hmm. listening to that stuff. And then I heard Rain of Blood, and it was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I'm going to I'm gonna go more this way. And then I heard Terrorizer World Downfall, and it was done. <laughs> yeah. I literally had tunnel religion. And if it wasn't grindcore, I hated it and would yeah. No, I'm serious. I would not even. I'm just like that sucks. That sucks. It's like, all right, carcass is cool. All right, napalm death is cool. All right, give me terrorizer. Oh, suffocation is pretty cool. But it's just, I just think. Okay, so if if I if I was a kid now, yeah. I would obviously listen to more technical metal because technical metal didn't exist in the '90s, mm-hmm. and if it did, it was very different. Right. Okay, so. I think, I kind of think whatever you listen to first is kind of what influences you Mm -hmm. the entire time. Doesn't mean I don't like technical metal, which actually I don't, but don't. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, oh, that's an edit. That's an edit. That's an edit. (laughs) No, I have great appreciation for those that can do it. I'm not good enough to do it. It just doesn't grab me like grindcore does. It just Mm -hmm. doesn't. And I'm not a fan of like the noisy grindcore. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I dig it. It's cool. I appreciate it. But I just think the stuff that gets in you in the beginning is just kind of, it takes root, and that's just it. That's my... I mean, Greg, I took a little time off. I took about a year or two off, and uh, I was content for a while, but deep down inside, you know, the fire, it might have been reduced to to just an ember, but it was still burning, you know, and I just... (laughs) It came a point where I was just no longer content. I wanted to get back out there. There's nothing like it. I just, you know, I just, it's great playing for the fans. I, like, it's it's just a small piece of the pie. You know, we don't get the huge crowds, right? But there might only be 30, 40, 50, 100 people, whatever. But they're, 
they're very passionate Diaries. about it, just like I am, just yeah. like we are. Yeah. You know, they're so it's just I know that they love it just as much as I do as we do. You know, right. it's what's it like now after all these years? That, you know, how old were you when you were doing a grotesque infection? Like eighteen. Okay, so eighteen right, years so old and shit. When you're doing uh, consumption of human feces. <laughs> <laughs> Are you are you thinking in twenty five years some kids in California are going to start a new band and do interviews and talk about how yeah. they're influenced by? I know I would never. No, I never would have. Like that, that Mephitic Corpse band is disgusting. You can like you can hear mm. the grotesque stuff that yeah. that that they do, and to me that says mm. a lot about kind of the timelessness of of the genre. That yeah, I mean, because by the time I found that band, I was. 23 and the band mm-hmm. was already done for like 10 years and from what i heard from Campbell can these dudes are even like younger these guys are in their 20s so they were probably four <laughs> there's some was yeah. it like some dude in so brazil think, was wearing a, sh- a grotesque oh, yeah, infection yeah, shirt or something crazy. like that yeah. yeah it says a lot about the timelessness of the kind of music that you guys are playing yeah, yeah. i mean we were very apparently we were very influential then and and still yeah. even now i mean i'm honored you know, it's, it's uh, awesome. It's my legacy. You know, I've I still listen to that. Thirty years, <laughs> I've been doing it all the, across the, all the bands, but yeah. grotesque infection. Man, it's like that's like my legacy well, and shit. It's man. the grossest band in the world. It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's still like the heaviest, gnarliest shit like ever. It's awesome. I still listen to that. Okay, it's awesome. Hey, we do too. <laughs> Russ like pick a CD. We flipping through. It's like yeah, put that yeah. shit. In there. When I like stuff, I'm humiliating about it. Right. I can't even. Can't even not be goofy about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, th- I really think that says a lot about the kind of music you guys have chosen to play. You know, it does have that, that quality to it that, that transcends eras and times and ages yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, you know? it does. It holds up. Yeah. Even Immortal Terror. I mean, yeah. even I mean, forget the grand scope of like uh, people across the country. Even from a local perspective, that's that's godly stuff here, dude. Yeah. You know what's great, Greg? Immortal Terror, they were already jamming. You know, they were yeah. already had they like a, a list of songs and stuff and grotesque. We had, when Justin and I met Lamont, that's how we became Grotesque Infection. Yeah. And we, you know, we created our first batch of songs and we recorded them on our little ghetto blaster. And we took the tape over to Immortal Terror's practice room, which is our practice room now. Yeah. And we popped the cassette tape in and we're all moshing around the radio like <laughs> doing a circle mosh around the radio it was fucking great man. innocent times awesome yeah and but like you said it, what hits you first usually hits your hardest and it's obviously still in the blood because oh, yeah. you're still doing it and you guys are started doing it you know so <laughs> you know, know. <laughs> you're lifers yeah you know you guys yeah. again you're touring more than any other band, probably, that's yeah. half your age. That's a, that's <laughs> a much, less yeah. advanced age. Yeah, pretty much. Men of a certain age. Men of a certain yeah. age. <laughs> Two tours in one year, then to never toured ever. It was it How far did you guys go this, yeah. this past one? How uh, far? Down to Texas. San Antonio and nice. Houston, New Orleans. New Orleans the Gulf North Coast, Carolina, baby. And Gulf of Mexico. Take dinner on Galveston Beach. Yeah. That's awesome. Have you guys been to the West awesome. Coast? Yes. Yeah. That was in June. Two shows in LA. LA. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and then that's awesome. Played Colorado. Yeah. Denver. Denver. 
That was crazy. Was good times. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> still mind-boggling. Cool, yeah. <laughs> we did, did all that shit this year. Kind of when we got home off this last one, it's like, wait, hold on. We just played in Houston, and we played here, and we played there. It's like, what? <laughs> okay, like, cool. Then we get home, and the next day, all right, I'm ready to play. Let's go again. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of awesome like, from your perspective, considering how you, you did have a, a layoff, obviously, because yeah. like you said, you know, as yeah. it happens, everyone life yeah. happens. Yeah. I think it's really cool to kind of see you specifically, yeah. you know, kind of like get get a go around that you know you didn't get before, and you no. really had this band that no. really made a mark here in Buffalo specifically, yeah. probably abroad too because it was so early in the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, it's cool to like you're, you're, you get your lap now. Yeah, you know? absolutely, definitely. Like, yeah. uh, you know, when I was in the Navy, I was married and had kids and babies and you know all that mm-hmm. stuff, and that's kind of. When my, my marriage fell apart, it was kind of like, you know what? I, I ended up, uh, I was friends with Misty, Jeff Budaszewski's wife, because he's never was on Facebook. So one day I got a message from her, but it was him. Like, hey, Jim, it's Jeff. You know, you want to jam? And he he had had kids, and he didn't play for a while, actually. He was playing uh, blues. He got into, like, Stevie Ray Vaughan and was playing all that craziness. And, uh, <coughs> He's just like, dude, let's just get together and we'll just hang out. You know, we went out to House of Guitars and just caught up. And um, he was like, hey, he went out to his house and he had a like a drum machine and had some riffs and some beats. And like, dude, that's cool. And he was loving that someone was just listening to his stuff, you know, and appreciating it. And he's like, oh, you want to jam? So we, we got together kind of a, that was kind of the beginning, just kind of knocked the rust off. It was like, dude, let's see if we can even play. Yeah. And it was, it was more like um that's kind of like a hate breed kind of not not grind or it was just mm-hmm. kind of heavier stuff you know but and it was cool but in the end it was just kind of like this this isn't us at all you know and then that just stopped and then probably a year or so year and a half yeah, and then, yeah, I think so. yeah about a year and a half and at that time then the divorce was going and it was you know that drama and all that crap but then when that was over is kind of when brian messaged me and i called you know i knew brian from way back in the day in the Mortal Terror days and everything, but I didn't know Brian, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I texted Jeff immediately, like, hey, Brian wants to jam, what do you think? He called me, and he texted me back, dude, that's perfect for you, you gotta do it, that's yeah. great! Because you had jammed with Jeff a couple yeah, times. Yeah, he was a so, yeah. <clears throat> so it was cool. So just, and now, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, you know? I'm remarried, and she's cool with it, and she's, you know... Go do it. Go, go, go. My kids are old now, you know. They don't, they're not yeah. old, but they're say old. 15. No, they're, my oldest is driving. They're also of a less advanced age. Yeah. 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 You know, my, my oldest is driving, and my youngest won't talk to me right now, so. so I'm going on tour. See you. There is something I'd like to add, yeah. though, because I jammed with Jim and Jeff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Before uh, Jim had his open heart surgery. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And ever since Jim had his surgery, he is reborn yeah. behind yeah. the drum set. I'm telling you guys right now. Like, yeah. like he yeah. is. Stamina is probably yeah. going to tell him, dude. Better, like, right? slow dude, down, dude. Yeah. Just slow. I cannot keep ago, up, dude. Like, slow down. Yeah. Like, you, yo. Like, That's how you want it, though. Yeah. That's how you want it. I'm already at every awesome. other word. Like now, I'm like, what do I think? We almost lost him there. You know, <laughs> a couple times. he made it through, man. And now he's just yeah. That's awesome. Lights it's on out, fire, man. Dude. 
You guys aren't grinding to play slow. No. Nope. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting faster too. There you go. Oh, I love hearing that. Oh yeah. So like, what happened to the guys who were, you know, those old bands you were in? Where are those guys? Are they around anywhere? Um, Keep in touch with them. Carl, well, Jeff passed away. You may or may not know. So he, that was a year, a little over a year ago. Mm -hmm. So he's not around. Um, Carl was in Warsaw. Um, he's still around. Mm -hmm. he, he just posted a couple days ago that he had band practice, but mm -hmm. I, don't, I think with Dean still from Warsaw, I, I really I don't know. I saw that too, yeah. Yeah, so I, Carl's around. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to mention the other guy because he, he doesn't pretend to even know anybody. So Fair he pulled enough. that game afterwards. So as far as I'm concerned, you can suck the farts out of a dead man's ass. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, All right. Anyway. That's an old Navy thing, I guess, all right? <laughs> Uh, and actually, all those dudes were in Arsenic Disposal, so that's, yeah, Arsenic Disposal pretty much became Immortal Terror. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's my thing. Good. Russ, that's, that's up to you. <laughs> you got people you still... I'm still, still I'm not friends with everyone I've ever jammed with, but I'm still friends with mm -hmm. majority of them. Are they um, still into the music, or are they, they're, 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 they're past that? Uh... A few of them, yeah. a few of them are still kicking, uh, <laughs> like, um, uh, Justin, of course. Justin. Jason Oberg mm -hmm. with, um, what's his band? Man, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, I, I was in Evil Eye Virtue with Jay Oberg, his new band, uh, him and Mike, uh, I can't think of it. The Long, the long Cold yeah, Dark. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm still friends with Jay and Justin, obviously. From yeah, Justin, my buddy, you know, Justin has a band called Mafia down in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. That was the that I was in Grotesque with. Okay. My uh, my old guitar player Matt from yeah. Organism is my landlord. Actually, oh, yeah? now I. Have <laughs> so he talks to him every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of our biggest fans. What up, Matt? <laughs> So, Ryan, okay. this is your first band? First band I did anything. I was a band in high school, but I didn't. Okay. So you've just been, so what have you been, so between then and now, what have you been doing as far as music? Have you just been jamming, you know? <laughs> what have you been doing? Have you been like... I've done a fanzine. I know it was Radio DJ BNY. Yeah. Promoted a lot of shows. Mm -hmm. Millions of shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ryan was the metal scene. No, no, no. I just bought pants I wanted to see. No yeah. Fair enough. That's cool. That's what you do it, right? That's cool. So, um, I played a couple of those shows. Yeah, great. Just one, one, one or two. Big few. <laughs> You're big, few small. Yeah. yeah. I just bought a Seven Files shirt, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the last show we played with them. Oh, yeah, I was there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're, not, you're not in that band anymore? How long have you not been in that band? Uh, since, like, uh, Years ago. Three months after I talked to you last week. <laughs> You're oh. in Fatal Curse now? Is Fatal Curse yeah, yeah, yeah. You were still in that band when we talked last? Yeah. Okay. I was actually hyping what ended up being my last show with them. <laughs> Did you know Was that the Rock and Buffalo show? No, it was at uh, Milky's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Elmwood Lounge, which that was part of. That was a huge controversy in the podcast, too, because I had no idea what it was. We're playing oh, on really? Friday night. Yeah? Yeah. That's cool. I still have yet to see you guys. 
Oh, Friday night. Friday night. <laughs> Friday is so bad because I have my kids on Fridays. So. Bring them. <laughs> <laughs> so Friday is always an issue for me with shows and stuff. I do want to see you guys though, and take pictures and stuff. But getting you know, faster. We've yeah. actually converted a few people. Yeah. Yeah, in our journeys. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys yeah, have a ministry of grind, right? <laughs> Bring it to the dark side. Set, set up the tent. And... <laughs> what do you guys have out as far as music? Uh, five. A bajillion things. Well, the Dabo Live CD, EP Tataka, and then a split with Rowan. Okay. Okay. Do you have anything planned coming up? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> we do have enough material currently mm-hmm. for a new album, mm-hmm. which hopefully... Yeah, probably record in February. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming you guys are going to keep touring and stuff. Hopefully. I'm assuming yeah. this isn't ending. No. I'm going to take a in little spring, break over the winter. <laughs> spring, <laughs> spring time. Yeah. You know? Long journey through the snow don't appeal to me really too much. So, so how That's did you, you do it out west? In the band singing if you had not sung for a band before. How did that happen? <laughs> Damn Jeffers. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Well, Brian came up to me at a at a show. Was one of Jeffers bands was it? A, yeah, one of those Jeffers bands. Wrong impressor. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, and they're like, "Yeah, we're doing a Slapshot cover. You know, we're doing Back on the Map." Jeffers like, "So sing along, sing along, sing along." Sure. I'm like, "All right," and I'm the only one. So I'm, there's a picture of me standing in front of the stage show. with the beer, <laughs> like saying "Back on the Map." You know, like okay, you know, and then. Uh, and then like, after they got done, Brian came up to me and asked me, he like, gave me a disc, and he's like, hey, man, you know, I was talking to Mike, and he mm-hmm. you know, asked me if he knew any hardcore dudes that might be interested in singing for my band, so mm-hmm. you know, check out the CD and, and uh, let me know, so, yeah. and then after that, Mike's like, oh, did you give it, yeah, that, that was your, like, tryout or something, and I was like, okay, so I went home, and I put the CD in, and I'm listening to it, and there's seven songs, Yeah, and I'm like, it's over and I'm like what the hell that was seven songs and I like I must have listened to it like 50 times in a row I was like holy shit yeah. what do I even do with this you know what I mean but I was like I've always wanted to sing for a band you know yeah. like going back forever just none of my friends could play any instruments so that's actually you know, one of the things right, Jeffers it was pretty regional back then too and yeah. getting mom and dad to drive you around you know yeah. so obviously so. I didn't know you before the band uh, and I remember I, I forgot how came up but I think someone I saw somewhere probably on Facebook that you knew Jeffers or something like that and I was like hey this uh this guy uh I think I heard you set set him up Chris with Anthropic right I go what's he been in before Jeffers goes oh he's never been in any bands doesn't matter he's been in the front row practice this is this is true man I can't he's on the inside cover of every other hardcore band that's from back in the day recently I don't know so yeah for years he came down to try out and he said okay good Right, lyrics for these seven songs come down. We're playing New York City next month. We're not canceling. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, really? Like seven, yeah. like one month, seven songs. Yeah. And, uh, we got the break. You know, the, the, the that first show at Mohawk yeah. was the, you know, oh, we get to do one show at Mohawk. There'd be like ten people there, and there was like freaking two hundred people, people there. Oh, yeah. The beer, the college girl, uh, uh, field, field hockey, hockey yeah. beer bash party, whatever the hell it was. I don't know what was going on there, but there was, was like, a clash of crowds. Yeah, was it was crazy. Yeah, there was like an 80-year-old woman sitting in front of the sound booth eating her salad, like, right when we're about to start, I'm like, oh, man, this should be interesting. <laughs> the sound guy even uh, warned everyone, 
Three. The next act is starting. <laughs> you have been warned. <laughs> Most of the people hung out because we went on at eight thirty. Beer bashing night until nine, so awesome. that was cool. So, okay. yeah, that was, that was that was a crazy one. So, yeah, so I had thirty days to write, do all that, and then yeah, yeah, and then New York City, and just but yeah, I recorded, and then Jim was out for a couple months, and it's just like constant new songs and <laughs> it's been rolling ever since man it's insanity it took me a minute to figure out but now i got it and yeah even like i never listened to grindcore really at all you know like you know voice. and then i was like like shit i don't even like know what to do with this but now it's like you, got it. you know we were on tour with a sewage grinder and this guy steve's like uh, you know he's like oh you're you know hardcore dude you know yeah. doing a grindcore thing do you wish you were singing for a hardcore band i'm like hell no man I'm like yeah. this is uh, this is i love this shit oh, your voice is kind of acclimated they all sound the same yeah, yeah. It's well that, like, that was the thing i had n- i never sang for a band i had no idea what i was what i was doing and i'm like okay i got a deep ass voice and it's like i'm yeah. up front singing singing along yeah it's just screaming as loud yeah. as i possibly can you know blowing my voice out so that's what I was doing like on the first recording was like two months after yeah, it wasn't the voice has changed from the, from the time you recorded oh yeah, way oh, yeah. But it so worked, though. but like, it was like it was just like kind of like high pitched you know? like ah, just like it screaming works, as loud as I Either could but then I was like part. trying to yeah I mean it's it's a lot easier on my yeah. voice going deep than Probably, just blowing yeah. it out screaming as yeah. loud as I possibly can like how I did on that first demo the but hey, it has a lot of very hardcore I mean they don't have really deep vocals and it works so either way you're choosing to do it it works so cool yeah, yeah. I prefer the deep yeah. oh I, I do too <laughs> no, it's like weird listening to that like it's weird listening to that, that first demo now because it's my it's my voice is so much different listen to all like Chris the practice Brown. recordings yeah. and then yeah. you know, other recordings and it's like Jim's Jim's playlist on the on his on his car was like phobia in the first demo and that was it. Every time we got in the car. And it was just like it's so weird here and it's, like, it's so weird hearing it. But I mean still stoked on it. It came out, you know, the whole recording, everything came out. I, I imagine think, so it, I think you guys have played a couple shit uh shows with phobia, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I imagine they they probably were into you guys. You guys kinda of yeah. up cut yeah. from the same cloth. I mean they've been a band yeah. since like what, nineteen ninety or something yeah. Yeah. So. We yeah, hit it was, off with Shane. Shane really that. liked us. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I don't doubt that yeah. at all. Man. After we really after we played him at Rock and Buffalo, he was like I was sitting at the bar talking to him, having a drink and whatever, and he's talking about with grindcore, and I'm like, dude, I got to admit to you, man, I'm a grindcore imposter. I don't know shit about it. <laughs> and he's like, laughs. He's like, well, what are you into? And I'm like, I listen to old like New York City hardcore stuff. And he's like, oh, what, like, no for an answer and uniform choice and instead and shit. I was like, yeah, man. Yeah. He's like, man, I freaking grew up with all that shit, man. He's like, it don't matter. It's all punk rock in the end. I'm like. Like that's cool, man. So, There's a commonality there, you know, no matter how you approach you know, it. It's crazy. He's like, yeah, dude, I'm Dan Mahoney. I know that motherfucker. Like, like, nice. that's crazy. I was like, no, that's that's crazy, man. That's cool. Shane's dude's been around. Yeah, sure. Yeah, he's a cool dude. Yeah, those are cool, good times. Yeah. So, um, you like you said you're gonna still like tour and stuff and do all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> let's see where do I want to go with this. We're trying to get down to Mexico. Oh, really? It's, yeah. What about Europe? Do you want to go to Europe? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Yes. I don't know. Do you think that's going to happen? Uh, Hopefully. Never say never. Yeah. I never thought any of this would happen. So I think yeah. yeah. That's, that's true. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, going to Europe would be awesome. awesome. Yeah. Know. Have any of your bands been to Europe? Nope. I've been to Europe, but not for the music. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's quite a story, though. Like you guys at your advanced age, like, doing all this stuff. It's, it's just like that's that's it's awesome. That's, that's oh no, the, it's totally that's is. the key here. Totally is. It gives me a sliver of hope. You know? <laughs> I, I joined my first band when I was almost forty. Yeah, you really? opened for Judge like what in the first six weeks or something? Is that what it was? Right? You opened for Judge twice. Twice. Right? There you go, right? Yeah, yeah. shit. Black X is your first band? Yeah. Oh no shit. I joined another band too now. We're playing our first show with me as a singer in uh, like a month. And I I What's been, the name of the band? Hold out. Okay. You know, it's this terrible now. Isn't that Ty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's Ty's cool. band. I jammed with Ty with uh, that was that band that Jeff and I did with first. Yeah, and we um I like been practicing with them, but I haven't like written any lyrics. And we just booked the show for next month, and I have no lyrics, so oh, I have a we're in the right lyrics. I, I got it, but Same you know, it's, it's just now I have like a uh, like a deadline, so I'm good. So I'll make it happen. Got that motivation now. Definitely, definitely. I'm gonna work towards it now, so it's, it's all good. Um, let's see. When's your next show? Friday. Friday. Wait, you told me that. Where is that show? Milky's on Elwood. Okay. What about after that? Nothing. Anything planned? January yeah, 25th. Got like 10 shows booked already. Yeah. What day of the week is that? Well, that's a big event, though. Dutch Buffalo one is April 24th. Well, let's see what day of the week that is. So, like, <laughs> oh, is that with regurgitation? Yeah. And also a Friday show. night, but maybe I can network something out. Yeah. Yeah, you got a few months you got time to plan it. <laughs> I can switch my kids that weekend or something like that, you know. There you go. <laughs> or around. you can teach them how to grind. Yeah. <laughs> I know again. Get them in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what have you got? You got anything else? You got anything else? I mean, I can. Uh, we don't want to get too nerdy I can ask <laughs> A thousand questions, but I mean, it's your show there, boss. Um, <laughs> let me see where I want to go. So, Hmm. I got something. I mean, if you want me to talk about the farts and feverish diarrhea, I'll fucking do that for an hour. What do you mean, farts and feverish diarrhea? Tell oh, the story about recording <laughs> that, Russ. Consumption of human feces demo great. by the legendary <laughs> grotesque infection. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, Cold toilet scene on my hot ass. <laughs> I did the song. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, yeah. I did the farts on my bicep. Yeah, with a lot of spit. <laughs> I did it live in the studio on the spot. Like, I didn't warn uh, the producer. Yeah, Dennis? you know, I just yeah. started doing it, and it was so funny because he almost hit the stop button, but my yeah. drummer Justin was like, "No, keep going," you know, yeah. and I just started making all these fart noises on my. Arm. It came out perfect, actually. <laughs> yeah, awesome. At the very end, it's the best one. It's just the, like. Flatulent, oh, yeah, just, you know, just, <laughs> oh man, that's it's yeah, flatulent. There it is. But the line is really what drives it home, yeah. Is it the, the spoken part, yeah, cold toilet seat on my hot ass. What, what a relieving sensation. sensation, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, grind. Yeah. You know, when you got you know, the I think that's energy. actually, uh, I think you maybe stole that from a Judge B side or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's some youth crew shit there. Man. Yeah, it's definitely some, definitely some positivity, some positive. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. It's, I will go on record and say it's the sickest, heaviest demo in Buffalo history. Okay. Awesome, dude. Absolutely. Well, there's a reason why <coughs> kids are still finding it 25 years later and starting bands. 
reason why people still want to put it out. Yeah. Stay tuned, kids. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. So, since I don't have much left, since you know this is outside of my wheelhouse, I think we're gonna. Why don't we ask about hardcore? Why don't you talk about hardcore? This dude's fucking on the inside of every hardcore record. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's practicing for his grind yeah, band twenty five years down the road. Yeah. So, um, let's see. They came much later. Go to this is hardcore and get up front and you get freaking like it was like man, there's like all these pictures of me. This is insane. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not a judge live cover it's like oh shit no shit <laughs> or not judge the freaking integrity the integrity live uh, cool. album from this is hardcore and so that's why he says i'm on every album cover on the back of the slugfest <laughs> seven inch yeah. so that's all slugfest nobody knows it whatever who's heard of that who's band, that band? Uh, <laughs> singer turned out to be nothing as well so. whatever happened to him whatever happened yeah, to that man, guy i haven't heard from that dude yeah. in 25 years <laughs> They were roommates. Yeah, I wonder if he's doing music still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just, went, just moved west and disappeared, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, that's <laughs> what I heard. Went off into the desert. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. We got crazy vocal stories, but we won't get into those today. We'll keep those off, about the, off the record. <laughs> off the, keep, the, keep those off the recording. So, um, so, since you, you know, you were never into... The kind of music you're playing, right? Were you ever you were you said you weren't into it? I well, like not like now, like how I am now. Yeah. You know, like uh, Rob Madel did a did a well, he's like, oh, it's a metal band. I'm like, what kind of metal? It's just metal. And I'm like, all right. And then the first like couple was it Imminent Collapse. Imminent Collapse. The yeah. first song was like, oh, that's a hardcore song. He's like, no, it's metal. I was like, okay, you know. And then <laughs> and then, and then, and then John Nemi and Andy they Andy they're Burns, yeah. yeah Andy yeah. Burns they're like grindcore dudes. So like. Pretty quickly went over to like grindcore, and, yeah. You know, and then I was like, "Holy shit!" You know, and he said, "They're like, yeah, dude, check out like uh, Rotten Sound and uh, Nazem and shit." Like, oh, so yeah. I was like, "Oh, that yeah. shit!" I was like, "Oh shit!" Then that, you know, I was like, "Holy shit, man, that shit's crazy, yeah. dude, crazy fast and whatever." Mm-hmm. And then that, and then well, Brian, he's like, "Dude, you must listen to Terrorizer, World Downfall, <laughs> and that shit, dude." It's like, yeah, that's like that's that's a crazy ass album. I mean, it's like, you know, like kind of how Jim was like when when I was younger, like listening to Metallica and Wasp and shit, and yeah. then met this dude, or I don't know how I heard about the WBNY hardcore show, yeah. and then I heard that, and I'm like, what the fuck is this, you know? And then I went into high school and met uh, my hardcore partner pat lavin man yeah. he was i met him at like freshman football practice in the summer <laughs> of 1989 you know and then yeah he's like you skate and you listen to hardcore i was like yeah man he's like holy shit that's awesome you know and he's like let's go to a show yeah. and then that yeah, was like my 14th birthday in 89 when i saw slap shot watchman and train wreck and my life was forever changed man that was it but then you know a lot of the shows are mixed, and I'd be like, oh, you know, go to the Skyroom, there'd be like mm-hmm. metal bands and hardcore bands, like, this shit's all crazy, but then I got, like, kind of like, I only like hardcore, yeah. you know what I mean? The stuck-up hardcore kid thing, you know? Yeah. I saw Mortal Terror a couple times. I did see Mortal Terror, and I saw Grotesque Infection as well, man, I yeah. remember that name, that name stuck in my head, I was just like, fucking Grotesque Infection, Beyond Death, and seeing them, yeah. Kick Corpse, all that shit, you know? And yeah. then, and then uh, when I moved down to Florida, I kind of, like, you know, pre-internet, lost touch with all the new hardcore stuff, so I was kind of just listening to the same thing, and then yeah. started listening to some other 
metal shit or whatever. It's kind of whatever, you know. I mean, it makes sense so. that you're in this band. It makes sense because like there's a lot of commonality between like obviously like early hardcore. Well, to me, I'm talking like I was. Like, I know shit about shit. Like, I was around back in the day. Like, like you're an iron fan Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, to me, like, I, obviously, in, in Nate, bands like Napalm have kind of confirmed it by covering these songs, but you hear stuff like Victim in Pain, you know, and you can connect that to what ended up becoming Grindcore. It's just, Victim in Pain was already fast, mm-hmm, but then yeah. Grindcore was just, like, the next step beyond yeah. that was just maybe some tougher riffs, some more mm-hmm. metal crunch to it. So, uh, to me, like... And longer once hair I, than once, really I, it, you know? <laughs> once I like knew your background, I was like, well, it makes perfect sense because essentially your roots are the roots of the genre. So it's like, it makes perfect sense. Fast, fucking crazy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That shit. Yeah. So, what bands that are currently out would you guys say people should check out? Like, what bands you know, would you recommend that are going now that you, know, you think are good and Gotta throw out our brother Sewage Grinder, man, for sure. Where they Cincinnati. Yeah. And we just did the tour with them down to Texas and all that. Good dudes, just two dudes, guitar and drums. Mm-hmm. Blow your fucking mind, man. Really? <laughs> they're just, yeah. they're fucking crazy, man. Super yeah. cool dudes, too. Anyone else you would recommend? Dying Fetus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you've never heard of them. <laughs> I saw them. Who did they play with here? We played with awesome. them. Yeah, we opened on that. You, I did see you guys. Yeah, yeah we opened that at the Mohawk. No, the, no, the show with there was a show with um. The one at Club Infinity. No, the one at Town Ballroom. Nah, it wasn't that. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, that was with uh, the the Hate Breed tour. Yeah, the oh, that was yeah, the, the Hate Breed, Twitching Tongues, and Code Orange. Well, they're not Code Orange kids anymore. They're just Code Orange. They're just Code Orange. Yeah, yeah, they're corny. <laughs> Fair enough. You want that on here? Uh, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's not not any of them saying it, so <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> All right. So unless you, you guys have, talking about unless you guys have anything to add, I think we're gonna tie it up right now. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. We appreciate yeah. it. Thanks yeah, for having sure. us, man. Yeah, I'm glad you guys were on, and uh, I hope that uh, a lot of people hear this. Have you guys been like done podcast interviews before? This is the first podcast. We did a couple couple interviews. Yeah. The one radio show and then... Oh, yeah, we did the radio show and we played live on the radio. Mm-hmm. Where was that? Was that here? Uh, Ithaca? Ithaca? Yeah. Cool. That was the last exit for the yeah. Lost? Last yeah. exit for the Lost radio then we show. Did, uh, that we British played, guy interviewed us. Yeah, we played uh, Rapid Decay Fest 3 in Binghamton mm-hmm. in July? October. October. Whenever. My time is all there. <laughs> October, but uh, after we played, there was a, uh, a fellow from Scotland, and he recorded our set, mm-hmm. and he interviewed us, and then posted it on YouTube. And, That's awesome. And did all that stuff, but the dude, he, yeah, he's been just, I think, going around just yeah. seeing shows. Like, oh, doing Scotland. I'm like, how the hell did you like, end up like, here? Oh, like, <laughs> or there's this crazy, like, yeah. grindcore fast uh, like, oh, I came, Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Like yeah. that, your life rules, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Did you need something else? Us? I don't remember now. Anyway, not tons, but a couple. How's that? <laughs> for the short answer. Some. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for coming on, and uh, this will be out soon-ish, and uh, I appreciate or it. Or in two uh, years. 
It'll be out soon. I'm back on this, all right? Yeah, follow us on Facebook and come out oh, yeah, and see yeah, the where, show. Where, uh, where, can Check people find you? where can people find MySpace. you online? We're on Facebook, we're on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Instagram. Yeah. Kind of. I we got yeah, a bunch he's in charge of that, so it doesn't get handled very well. Boys over here. We got a bunch of live stuff on YouTube. Well, still, tra- uh, I'm still, I'm still training him on hashtags. <laughs> uh, I got a pound sign. What's that? There's actually a couple live streams on YouTube that are really worth watching. They're really good okay. streams. Uh, we did. We played a record store, uh, oh, yeah. a skate park. I mean, we'll we'll play anywhere. Oh, the Grindfathers. That's good. Man. All right. Cool. Thank you. All right. Thanks. I appreciate it, man. All right. Cool.